Prepare your eyes. Viewmaster with Sam Sinnott on 95BFM. Morena Sam, how are you? Hi, what's going on? Hey. Oh, you know, just like you know, living, laughing, loving, basically. A Friday on BFM. Who could have thought? <laughs> I'm excited about the show you're bringing us today. What are we talking about in the world of television? <clears throat> okay, everyone, buckle up because this is a hard <laughs> one to explain, but I'll do my best to get through it. Excellent. So. This is San, the Sandman. No, just Sandman on Sand Netflix. Sandman on Netflix. Sandman, I've already, I've already messed it up. <laughs> Sandman on Netflix. Um, basically, it's based on a comic book series from DC by Neil Gaiman. It's kind of like his, like his life's work. Like this is like the thing he's known for. This is the comic yeah. book series that Neil Gaiman like shot to popularity through. Um, true, it was true claimed- cult hero status via this book for sure. Exactly, and it, the rights were instantly sold, basically as soon as it was released, um, and people have been trying to adapt it to TV or film for years and years and years and years, like about as long as I've been alive, basically. <laughs> um, and and basically, it was claimed to be the most unadaptable comic book series ever written, um, but over Watchmen, which was also said to be one of the most unadaptable <laughs> comic book series ever. Um, and Neil Gaiman adapted this screenplay himself so he turned his own cool. comic book into the screenplay for Netflix he was involved in the creation of it um, and basically it follows a, the, the titular Sandman whose also, name is also Dream who is one of six gods <laughs> who control different realms um, to do with humanity so he's the Dream realm he's got a, a, his, his sister Death there's uh, Desire there's uh, Destiny, it's a whole bunch. There's and lots of they them. <laughs> lots of them, and they're like these otherworldly forces that take human or humanoid form um, and do stuff for um, our society. I'm cool. really interested in, in your reckon on this because I haven't seen the TV show yet, but when I was a teenager, like many other people, I was big into these. It's been long enough now that I've forgotten quite a lot of the plot, but the images were so striking that they still stick with me. And then when I got to art school at Elam, they had the most incredible giant hardcover uh, like A3 sized versions of them, which were just so amazing. RIP Elam Library. That's a different oh, story. Right, we'll come back to that out. one another day. But uh, it was so incredible to look through. So it, I can see why they're saying this is such a difficult graphic novel comic series to adapt because it's very cerebral, sort of, yeah, the world of dreams, the world of sleep, the world of your sort of human psyche. How do you kind of make that work in an action show TV format? Yeah, so... Yeah. This show is really interesting because it is definitely a two-part show. So there's the first five episodes and the second five episodes. Okay. Um, and the first five episodes, Dream has been captured by a human for a hundred years, and this like has an effect on everyone's dreaming and stuff like that. Ooh. And then once he's out, he's got to recover three items um, <laughs> from we go on little adventures to recover three items. Um, it becomes very Monster of the Week. Um, like demon of the week kind mm-hmm. of thing like he's it, it gives me like the thinking man supernatural a little bit got you um, i got you <laughs> just in terms of like you know exploring these like weird and wonderful creatures um and tom sturridge who plays dream is absolutely amazing it's just like cold calculating 
uh, creepy man who's not a man, mm. um, who has the weight of the world on his shoulders, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first five episodes, absolutely stunning, amazing, really cool through line. Ooh, Episode nice. five itself, um, it's set entirely in a diner. Um, oh, cool. With with the guy who played Arthur Weasley in Harry Potter. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> um, he is in it as well. And it's just the most creepy bottle episode I've ever seen. It, honestly, the tension in the episode was so high, I couldn't breathe. Is like, there good I food? It. In the diner? And the sh- yeah, <laughs> they've got this, this double-decker burger. It was pretty good. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just brilliant. Like, that episode itself is super brilliant. And the first five episodes, I really, really enjoyed. I think the last five episodes kind of piece her out in terms right. of like efficacy of like what they're trying to get across. It yep. kind of becomes like a what are we waiting for here? Mm-hmm. And it kind of introduces a new like issue for him to solve, which I don't think works in a show. In my understanding of like structure, is like you can have two arcs, but you kind of want you know one big through line you're leading towards. But I guess the show and the source material didn't really yeah, serve yeah. that. Totally. But, and it kind of felt like comic book arts in a way that they would have like you'd have a chunk of comic books and they're all doing one thing and then a chunk of comic books doing another thing um but uh this character named rose walker becomes a main character in the last episodes and i don't think the actress could carry the character really well and uh, that's where i think it fell off for me that's true so the show itself i loved yeah the last two episodes it was a bit like oh i would love to like they didn't quite Be carry the. Side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. I'm just looking at the cast now. Uh, David Thewlis is the actor who played Mr. Weasley and and plays Doctor Destiny in this show. The cast is unbelievably stacked. Gwendolyn Christie's in this. Uh, Kirby Howe Baptiste, Stephen Fry, Charles Dance, Sanjeev Bakshar. This is a pretty insane who's who. Gina Coleman of Doctor Who fame. Oh my gosh. And of course, Neil Gaiman's written a lot for Doctor Who. And I've seen a few people online say it's quite like a dark adult Doctor Who vibe. Would you sort of agree with that, Sam? Yeah, I think that's what I kind of meant by the Monster of the Week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always like a contained, like, I've got to go to this thing in this episode and do this, solve this problem. I got you. But it's also very surreal and very, like... It's, it takes its time. Like, it's Sweet. not in any rush to, you know, reveal everything to you. Um, also, on Kirby Hal Baptiste, what can that actress not do? She's amazing. Kirby Hal Baptiste <laughs> is stunning in everything, and she plays death in this show. Um, and fantastic. Just so interesting, so cool. Just, yeah. Honestly, great stuff. Kirby. Okay, sweet. I'm excited to see this now. You've kind of warmed me up to it, Sam. I was a bit nervous. I was like, I remember loving it as a teenager, and I don't want to ruin that in my mind. But maybe maybe I should give it a crack, I reckon. I think it's definitely like a show you'll know if you like within the first two episodes. You know, okay. like I think it's like you will know if it's a show for you or if it's not for you. Um, and it just, it just depends on your propensity for fantasy and yep. whether you are interested in that kind of genre. Like, it's it's not for everyone, and I'm happy to I'm happy to say that. But I really enjoyed the show itself. Sweet. Well, I'm excited to watch it. It's going to be terrible weather this weekend, so it's a great excuse to just stay under the duvet and, and watch a when whole show start to finish. not terrible weather? What is going on? <laughs> Auckland, get it together. So where can we go and watch Sandman again, Sam? It's on Netflix. It's the top show on Netflix right now. You know how the algorithm works. You'll Check see it. it. Out. All ten episodes. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you very much, Sam. Uh, We'll see you next week. Have a lovely weekend. Bye, guys. Bye, Bye -bye. Sam. Viewmaster. Only on 95BFM.